Hello and welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast. This is a podcast where we listen to all 41 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. As always, I'm your host, Jeroen, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host... Mira! That's me. I'm a lovely co-host, and I am lovely. I feel lovely today. Do you? Yeah. What it, what, what specifically is, is causing that? I'm just feeling lovely. I've got a lot of love in my heart. Okay, well let's see if you have a lot of love in your heart for the songs that we'll be listening to today. God, I sure hope so. I'm gonna be positive! Po- every time I say that, I'm... It's the most negative episode. Yeah, don't say it, because <laughs> you're going to make yourself... I just remembered every single time I've said I'm going to be positive. It's not It's not what anyone wants. No one's after positivity No from one you. wants me to be positive. Well, you know. No. I am the destroyer. Well, you see, I like it when you're positive. I'll keep it positive. In my life, I like that. On the podcast, doesn't matter. It's not good content. Let's revisit the themes that I have uh, divided the remaining songs into. These themes are as follows. Bangerini. I keep forgetting this exists. When are we? Man pain. I'll be back. Does it slap? And screaming in black. Ooh, okay. I think I want to go with... I want to go with Does It Slap. I'm going to go with Does It Slap. Ooh, yeah, that's, okay. the, that's the one that uh, jumped out at me. That's that's getting you? That one's... That one's yelling at me from across the room. That one's weaseling its little yeah. talons into your brain, trying to, no, trying that's to the, burrow in there. Yeah. Be like... That's the Romeo plus Juliet, Baz Luhrmann meeting eyes across a crowded rooming me right now. Right, um, so the, the metric by which I have uh, selected these four songs... It's four songs, okay. I'm ready. Is um, that I'm not sure if they slap. Ooh, I'll be able to tell you. But they might. Oh, so the question you're asking me today is... is do, do they, they slap? And so there are various reasons why something might or might not slap. We will discuss uh, at length, I am sure. I'm, I'm a pretty good judge. On slapness. You know, so before we go in there, what are your requirements to to truly be able to say that something slaps? Oh, you know, it's like porn. I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. Sure, okay. I I can't tell you what I think slaps or exactly. what I think um, doesn't. And it, it, like, is, it is not an exact science, which is not. why the question exists Does it slap? Our first song uh, is coming to us all the way from the Czech Republic. Oh, I like that. Uh, And the Czech Republic will be represented by Lake Malawi. Lake Malawi? Is that a lake? (laughs) Lake Malawi sounds like an existing lake. Yeah, no, it is. Is it? Okay. But it's also a band. Oh, okay. Is it a lake in the Czech Republic? No, it's a lake in the country of Malawi. Wait, what? I've never heard of Malawi. 
maybe open up an atlas, you. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, I I didn't pay attention in atlas studies in school. Geography is what that's called. Yeah, it's called geography. What? And you, in fact, did not pay attention. Oh no, it. you know I didn't. And listen, I I understand. All we really know about is European countries. That's why we're doing a Eurovision podcast. But um, whenever um, Mundo Vision happens, uh, let us know, and we'll be there. Talk about uh, all 180 songs in this year's Mundo Vision. I don't like Mundo Vision. It should be TerraVision. We've had that conversation, haven't we? We have had it many times. Um, Lake Malawi will be representing the Czech Republic with a song called Friend of a Friend. I'm really hoping that this is just going to be... Somebody told me by the killers. Ooh, okay. Cause you know that song, that song slaps. You heard that it is, here first, folks. You did not hear it here first. You heard it first in two thousand and four when that like, song first no came. There's no way. Is it that old? Google it right now. I really want to know. Hmm. ASMR. <laughs> It's 2004. It's 2004? I got it right? She nailed it. I fucking nailed it? That's incredible. You see, now that is the sort of music knowledge that you only get from Mira on the Eurovision <laughs> Unexpectedly, because I had, was making a wild guess. Let's see what other great insights you have to bring to the table when we listen to the Czech Republic's entry for Eurovision 2019. That is Lake Malawi and Friend of a Friend. There's not much between us now. Do you know mean? what I mean? I don't. I just... Does it slap? Yes. Aha. Yes, this slaps. Okay. It lights it lightly slaps. Right. It doesn't slap hard, but it slaps. You can see where my question is coming from. No, I, I definitely see there were moments where I myself was not sure mm-hmm. if it did slap or not. Okay. But thinking back on it, looking at the video, like analyzing it with my brain. Uh-huh. I do think this does slap. Okay. It does not slap hard. Right. I was thinking about it. Uh, it's my... a light slap. It's like... Because, you know, we've, we've talked about it before. There is that whole distinction between a banger and a bop and something that slaps. No, I think bangers and bops can slap. Exactly. But a banger isn't... A, a bop isn't a banger. Isn't necessarily something that slaps. No, that's true. This isn't a banger. It... Is it a bop? I don't know. This is not, like, our language. <laughs> we are not authorities on slap. Oh, no, not at all. I, I can only give my own personal interpretation of what slap, banger, and bop mean. Certainly. And bop? I don't think I use bop okay. as a word. I can, I, I've, I've said banger. Well, I've you, can said use, you can use slap, bop as a verb also in the sense of, like, I can bops? bop. I can bop Oh, to I it. can bop. And I... You know, this is this is boppable in that sense. Yeah, sure. I guess I can bop to this. And my point is, it's not a banger. 
Oh no, it's not a banger. But For sure. But so. I, I wasn't sure what the terminology was because again, these words are not native to us nor anyone. Uh, they are made up. By black people in America. So, you know. Um, and we are here in Europe uh, listening to a song from the Czech Republic by a band named Lake Malawi. A song called Friend of a Friend. Any questions? I have a lot of questions. Um, at some point in the song, he asks, do you know what I mean? Uh -huh. And I really don't know what he means well, okay. by she moved back in. She was my neighbor. She was my neighbor. When we were 13. Right. So, let's unpack that for a second. She was my neighbor when we were 13. Yeah. What does that mean? It means that she lived in the house next to him when uh -huh. they were 13 and then probably moved. Right. So she moved back in to the house. Did her parents get divorced and she went to live with like her dad, but then she fell out with her dad and is trying to reconnect with her mom? So I think, because um, I, I don't know how old he is and how long ago 13 is, right? Right. Um, he but, looks pretty young, but he could also but regardless, be like our age. This probably means he also still lives or also moved back into the place where he lived when he was 13. Right. Because she's his neighbor, she moved back in, he knows about it because he's hearing her fuck through the walls. Right. So good. Okay, so... I had already forgotten about that because that's the first verse. And now that I'm thinking about it, Hey, that's fun. No, that does slap. If it, it's I a mean, song, if it's a song about hearing someone fuck through the walls and like thinking good for her, then it does slap. Right, but it seems to also start being about jealousy from Albert, who's the lead singer's actual girlfriend, because he's singing, "Please believe me, I'm your man." She's only a friend of a friend of a friend, except she's not a friend of a friend of a friend. She's his neighbor. Exactly. So he's lying to his girlfriend. Perhaps. Why is he? Okay, it's first of all, clear. why is, I mean, I get why you would tell your girlfriend, like, hey, this, this girl I used to know, I'm hearing her fuck through the walls because she moved back in. And she's, Isn't that funny? And she's like, um... Why are you telling me about this? And then also, the second verse is, I think, my favorite, because he says, uh, can you hear it? There's someone sliding up and down the ceiling. Uh, is this train spotting? No, oh, yeah, no, no, when he says, who is it? You said you wished they weren't taking such a long time. Ooh, I love that. I, I think that's that. a really good line. Remember um, the first apartment I had? <laughs> yes. The people upstairs from me who... Right. We used to applaud for them when they were finally finished. Because and they, they managed would, to finish. Because they man First of all, because they managed to finish after like a solid 10 minute fuck. You know, you could have said, like, a more impressive number. No, 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 T ten minutes, Ten minutes of fucking is impressive. A ten-minute, like, lovemaking session sure. is not. You know, there's a foreplay, there's, like, the after cuddle, etc. That's, like, the full lovemaking session. You know, that should is, take a while. But that is the sort of statement straight that fucking? we need in this world, someone to just say that Fucking for 10 minutes straight is a long time. It's a long time for both of you. Like, And if you're constantly hearing ten, <laughs> for 10 minutes moans and sounds of making love, which, by the way, sounds like you and me when we're making love, he says. This is so weird kind of like Black Mirror thing. <laughs> it's actually them. In Did they make a porno dungeon. and is someone in the room next to them watching oh it? Oh my god! But then he would know that that was what happened. 
what was happening. Right, no, I'm just saying that could explain that. Regardless, she moved back in to potentially her parents' house because when she was 13, she moved, she lived there. She went to boarding school or whatever. Yeah, or like, is he still living was... with, is he still living with his parents or has he also moved back in with his parents? Um, or are All they there? fucking at their parents' house. Right, like, also, also a valid question. Huh? If you're fucking at your parents' house, I mean, everyone fucks at their parents' house at at some point in their lives. You like got it. you, you have to. Um, I mean, you don't have to, but like, at, at, when you're young and you're still living there, you, there's not really a lot of other options. Hey, how if are you, you are uh, fucking... enjoying the explicit tag on iTunes? I love it. I mean, we've had it on every episode because we say fuck. I say fuck constantly. so often. I just it's... thought it was very funny because now, in this case, we're actually talking about sex. Yeah. Okay. But like, you gotta fuck at your parents' house at some point. But like, when you do fuck at your parents' house, keep it quiet. Keep it down a little. You bit. would try. Yeah. 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 You would try. Sometimes you fail. I. I don't want to tell this story on the podcast. <laughs> um, and then there's the question of. Like, is that girl who moved back in doing it on purpose to make him jealous? I mean, I want to make this dude jealous, so I'm going to fuck another guy really loudly. So, yeah. Through against a very thin wall that he is on the other side of. Which is a bold move on the girl's part. But in any case, it makes sense that she moved back in with her parents but she's never home because she plays in a band. She's only home to fuck. Right. Also, is but she the girl who says, I'm just a friend? I, I have to assume so. Right. Because, I mean, I, as far as I know, the song's only about one <gasps> no, girl. No, 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 no! I get it. I have it now. You have it? I, I get it. Okay. He goes next door to fuck her while his girlfriend, his live-in girlfriend is listening and that's why it sounds like them, right? And he's like, no, she's only a friend. And then she, who hears it through the wall, who hears their argument through the wall, goes, I'm just a friend? <laughs> that's what's happening. Okay, but... It's not what ha- what's happening, but, but like saying, that is a good scene, though. It is present tense of him saying, can you hear it? Unless it's like the question of... Oh fuck, you could hear that? Can you Yeah. Can you hear that? It sounds just like me fucking. That's so weird, right? Uh There's someone behind the wall. I last a lot longer with her. Ten whole minutes because of the all-consuming guilt. Listen, it's not quite clear what the <laughs> what the story of the song is, and in in a way, that only makes it better. Yeah, because, like, this is intriguing now. I want to know the story yeah, it's a behind mystery. this song. I um, want to go on songmeanings.net. And have someone, and, yeah, 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 Explain yeah. it to me. Just try and figure this one out on Genius. Yeah, like I do with every Sufjan Stevens songs. <laughs> like, what is this one What about? is this one? Oh, it's Jesus, but, right. But, you know, potentially she doesn't get enough money to pay her own rent because... She's in a band. She's only in a band. So she's a sex worker. Oh, maybe she's a sex worker from her parents' house? Maybe her parents died and she inherited the house. Yeah, maybe it's not. Maybe maybe it's an apartment. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe also she moved back in doesn't mean she moved back into the same house. Maybe they lived somewhere when they were 13 together. Now they're living somewhere else. And it just so happens his new neighbor is his 
neighbor from 13 from when they were 13 but then she wouldn't move back i again. know but, but that's this song just bad english it's not written by someone native in english we have to also consider that it, every single flaw in the story isn't necessarily a lie on his part or or part of the big plot it could just be a mistake it's true also for he, he is not a native english speaker God, he tries hard to have a British accent. No, but that's hilarious. That is so funny. <laughs> um, yeah. So the video also kind of okay goey, but I sure. like that. I mean, you know, that's cute. White boy culture is just okay go. Yeah, this is this is very likable. This to is me very likable. I, I was very annoyed that at one point, like he falls down beyond the edge of the video, like he jumps off something and keeps falling yeah and then the next time we see him he doesn't drop from the ceiling sure, yeah that really annoyed there's a, me <laughs> there's a few things here that i'm like you could have made that a little tighter but it's always a cute little concept the like interacting with different frames and yeah this vi this video also getting just, your like, fans to do something or dropped like... out of nowhere suddenly they made a new video and it was this and i was like oh i already liked the song and now there's yeah, this this is fun yeah i, I hope the the stage performance is gonna be good i hope so too have you heard anything? Because rehearsals started. Rehearsals have started. Um, they have rehearsed. Uh, so far, it's it's looking good, but I don't want to... You don't want to spoil it for me. I don't want to get too too deep into that, because that's not what the podcast is about. It's true. This it's podcast about fucking. is about fucking and about such vital questions as whether or not songs slap. And result, this song does slap. Okay. It does slap. Cool. I would just like to also add, this is a song that I liked the first time I heard it, and no one else did, and now people like it, and guess what? I was right the whole time. You usually are. So... Unless I was right the whole time. Well, sure, yes. Uh, it's either or. If neither of us is right, then no one is. Exactly. And we usually agree, so, you know. Let's move on to our next song and our next question, which is the same question, namely, does it slap? Exactly. Um, Who are we listening to this time? Our next song is coming to us all the way from Australia. Oh, Australia! Now, this year, for the first time ever, Australia had a national selection, which Ooh. was very exciting. Um, I believe I showed you um, 2000 and whatever by the Electric Fields. Yes, it was so good. Yeah, was the runner-up in the Australian national selection. Did that song slap? Yeah, it slapped so okay, hard. Okay, so, I mean, you know, we've got a benchmark for what slaps. Um, but we shouldn't let our judgment be clouded by what could have been. We should think about what is. That feels like the sort of line that they would put into, like, a movie. We have a friend from Australia who, like, violently doesn't care about Eurovision. So she was like, I got so mad when... Australia was accepted as a Eurovision contender because now I just have to talk about... Now I can't ignore it anymore. Yeah, now people ask her about it. Yeah, Now sure. people ask me about it and I really don't care. Yeah, when you're in a country that is completely excluded from it, it, it is kind of... I get the whole thing about people who aren't really into Eurovision. Like, if it's not at all in your thought bubble and then suddenly it, like, fucking appears or something, then yeah. Yeah. I it, guess you don't you don't have to like it. It's just you don't have to actively dislike it. For sure. If you don't care about it, just ignore it and I it also will go away. I forgot that Australia being in it was like special. At this point no one cares anymore. Yeah. They're here, it's fine. Um they will be represented by Kate Miller Heidke and her song uh, Zero Gravity. 
Okay. Zero gravity. Zero G's. None G's at all. None G's. Uh, let's see how many plants they get. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see if Australia makes it to the final this year, and let's see uh, how well they do. And, uh, yeah, let's see, because it's their fifth time now, I think? Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. How time flies. How time a-flies. And let's see if uh, we will also fly in zero gravity, which is Australia's... That's not flying! Oh, fuck off. I'm trying to do a segue. <laughs> That's floating. Okay, well, let's float on over to this song. Put on your <laughs> headphones. We'll listen to Australia's entry for Eurovision 2019. It's Kate Miller Heidke and Zero Gravity. coming i have to ask you the question does it slap no okay i mean the audience there sure seemed to think it did they were very into this uh -huh. one i was very not into this song until the end bit with the right. nothing hold me down so that's the question that part kind of slaps but it is too incohesive to save the song. Right. Okay. That's a that's a valid and good way of putting that. Yeah. It's it's a good part of the song that does ends up not really saving it. That does imply that this song needs saving because it is somewhere It's a mess. Where it's yeah, where it shouldn't be. It's a fucking mess this song is. It is something else. I think this this was me last year with the UK too. A song that starts with, hey, hey you, hey, or hey sister. Oh, what, right. Like, that Storm, sorry, always, I like, kind of grinds on me. I don't know what it is about it that I don't like, but I, I'm like, no, that's that's a cheap intro into a song. That's a s cheap entryway. I mean, the, the Swedish song also starts with, hey, how you been? Yeah, I don't like that. But oh, the rest of the song That was class, the hurdle that it had to overcome. Yeah, You're that, right, was, no, that was so, the hurdle. Yeah. Okay, that's, uh, that's the thing it needs saving from, is, hey, hey you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a pretty um, And also, yeah. Z-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he-he
you know, what is yeah. arguably zero gravity. But her words say, you're so heavy, I have got to let you go. Regardless of what the meaning behind that is, I'm told this song was written um, about, like, um, a postnatal depression. Oh... I have to let go of my baby? I have no idea and I don't want to talk about it because I don't care about like the story behind how a song came to be. I care about what this song is putting on the stage and what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing and none of that it doesn't the story doesn't connect because she's not the one who's going into zero gravity. And you yeah. have a very clear statement of action that isn't being taken. That's true. The intermediality of this song is not right. cohesively then there executed. Is the fact that um, the fact that no one has been able to tell me who the woman is at the end who sings "Nothing Holding Me Down." Yeah, who is that? Because it's not her. Oh, it's obviously not her. And I'm seeing very widely, largely projected onto screens in this performance. A completely unrelated woman's face, someone I have never seen before, who, is, who appears only as a voice and a face, and isn't on stage, isn't credited, isn't anyone, but who sings what is arguably the, the main part. hook of the song. Yeah, it, it's weird. It's like Janelle Monae in, sure, in yeah. that fun song that isn't a fun song, but it's a song by the band Fun. Well, at least, but at least she was featured. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. It was fun featuring Janelle Monet for like five seconds. And but it's like, less even about giving giving that woman a credit. She is not she is not present. She is not part of the story. She also just appears as a face. And all of it the the reason I I don't like it has nothing to do with the song itself. I think it has potential to kind of work if you get a good stage show going on if you have a yeah. narrative to make this song work but this it song doesn't. doesn't work on the song itself I, as, as the stage show as it was in australia sabotages itself i feel like and luckily i mean they're changing that doesn't change the fact that i still don't know and no one has been able to answer or no one else has been wondering about it oh, who I the hell like, who that, that woman is i tweeted about it as soon as i saw it no one could give me an answer, and no one else was like, huh, yeah, that's weird. Everyone was just, like, silently accepting it. And I'm like, you know there's six people on stage, and I want to know who they are, especially if they're the only ones singing a main hook of the song. God, this is really uh, bothering you. Because it's that? such a small, frustrating thing, and I'm just like, can someone please acknowledge that I'm right about that? Meanwhile, people are criticizing this song for, for many, many reasons, and they're like, oh, it's, an it's another pop opera song lazy we've had that and i'm like i don't care about whether no. we, whether it's original or not i care about whether it's coherent and it's not it, yeah it doesn't have to be you can say that about so many fucking things like oh we're going to die zauberflotte oh another opera we've had opera yeah, like, like, like you it's oh like... they're doing they're doing the queen of the night thing again that's the only kind of opera people know and i'm like okay that's a valid criticism uh, <laughs> yeah, I would love for popera to be a real genre that people actually did outside of Eurovision that like really brought out some actual bangers. Well, you know, Il Volo is an actual. Uh, oh yeah, yeah for sure. That was good. They're, they're pretty big also, so you know. I felt like this needed to go either pop or opera. Yeah, there's I, no, I don't it, think it they commit. were well well connected. It, it tries so many different things, and yet there's that, that sense that it doesn't quite commit to 
anything in particular. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like this needed to lean in a little bit more, much like that woman in the background who was constantly like leaning in and grabbing the singer, and yeah. the singer did not always look like she liked that. And and in, in part, I'm like, is this part of your act? Is it is it like you're emoting? Because then it doesn't come across either. Again, she's had time to retool it. I don't know what the staging is going to be. I'm very curious because I think you could do something interesting with this because it has a very musical theater-y sensibility about it. And because of that, it needs to build logically and there needs to be a very understandable narrative, which there isn't right now. Yeah. No one cares about the backstory. Give me three minutes where I'm like, oh my god, this grows. You know what songs reminds me of a little bit? What? You're not gonna like it. it reminds me of Let It Go. Oh, from the movie Frozen. Wow, what a hot take! No one's ever said that before. Oh, has everyone been yeah, saying that? Yeah, not everyone that? has said that. Okay, yeah. well, you know, they can't all be, uh, they can't all be the hottest takes. You know, I can't always be original. So, final verdict: It does not. It does slap. not slap. Oh, everyone has been saying that. Yeah, huh? everyone has been saying that. Okay. People have also said it sounded like. Um, Defying Gravity, which, I mean, you know, is Let It Go. <laughs> yeah, they're the same song. Folks. Folks. I mean, yeah, it's a nice end to Act 1, I guess. I, I wouldn't like this in a musical. I'd be like, oh, that's a lazy end to Act 1. It is, yeah. We have more songs. Yeah, give me the next one. I'm uh, done with this. Our next song is coming to us all the way from Poland. Oh, yes. Come at me, Poland. You've hurt me before. You've loved me before. You've soothed my aches, but you've also been horrible. <laughs> They're never, ever gonna send Hikalspak again. No, uh, they are not. I mean, they should. You should have won. That was the best performance. No, what I've they are, uh, what they are sending is uh, the girl group Tulia and their song Palice. Ooh, is that a native language song? It is a, it is a native language song. We have it, it not has, had many of them. It has some parts in English. I'll take it. It is, it is bilingual, but it is mostly uh, in Polish. Before we can decide whether or not it slaps, we should strap on our headphones and listen to the Polish entry for Eurovision 2019. It's Tulia and Palice. Best song I've ever heard. This slaps so hard. Oh, sorry. Oh, my, I couldn't even ask you the question. Does no. it slap? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is my favorite song. This is my favorite song. Here's the thing. Here's in the Eurovision thing. ever. This is. This is so good. Here's the thing. Yes, it is. Yes, absolutely. And this here's... is this is my new monster like me. Ooh, this, yeah. Okay. No, We're no. Going there. They fucking did it. They fucking did it. They that gave me a song that I like as much as Monster Like Me. So here's the thing. I love this. What I'm trying to say is, I wish we had talked about this song earlier, because before all of the pre-parties, well, you can predict what the general consensus is about a song that sounds like this. Everyone hated it. Yes. Fuck you. You don't know where real music is exactly. if you hate this song. And this song fucking rules. I went what to you... work, had this 
in my earbuds listening to it. And I was like, sorry, what's everyone on about? This song slaps so fucking hard. This song slaps this is so hard. so good. What, you want, you want your music to sound good? What are you, a little bitch? No, I want my music to be grating and hellish. And I want it to be sung by at least six women who have are dressed traditionally and have blank expressions. That's what I fucking want. This is really, really good music. This is really good. No, it is. It's it's great. But anyone who doesn't like it is a fucking pussy. But we were there. There was this. There was, in, in part, there was confusion because some people weren't sure if they did like it. A lot of people, yeah, thought it sounded awful. Um, Fuck you. Because, you know, there's no traditional harmonizing in the way they sing. It is very, you know, there's a very straightforwardness. And yeah, all exactly. Kind of, they're, they're Polish. They're all on the same tone. And I'm just like, yeah, that's what you're fucking trying to do here. That's the whole point of the song. Um, And also, like, it, it, it slaps. It's very catchy. It's... It was very good. So that's what I'm saying. I wish we'd done this earlier so we could have done an episode about how, like, everyone was wrong. Because then they performed it live and a lot of people just came around to this. And in a lot of those people who make their tops, this rose by, like, a full 20 places for them. Because they were like, oh, actually, this is good, huh? Because I guess they were turned off by seeing them in the video and they emote a little bit more on stage. Because, you know, they're real people who are on stage singing an actual song and not posing for their music video and so that apparently made people go oh i get it now cowards which is like yeah you're a fucking coward that you don't like hear this and instantly you love it because that's wrong of you that yeah sorry i'm not gonna say like oh i get that it's not for everyone no fuck you if you don't like this you don't know how to listen to music with reign of revolution we could at least yeah, yeah. understand what mm. was completely off-putting <laughs> oh, and foreign absolutely. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here I understand what was at first off-putting about it. It is the way their voices go, and people think it's shrill, and it sounds bad to some people. But I'm like, yes, it does. It doesn't it does, sound. It does. It is shrill, and it does sound bad. It that's sound the whole goddamn point. Typically beautiful, but that's not what it's trying to do. And if. Yeah, if what you're expecting is like... I hate Susie Sue because she doesn't (laughs) sing beautifully. Like, what are you talking about? That's not the point. These girls are punk as hell and I love them. Sure, yeah, yeah. It it is so disappointing to me that people didn't like this song. I'm sorry, like... No, you don't get it. You, you. No, I agree. I think it's. I think it's great, and I thought it was great the whole time. And I don't know if there's more conversation there because I'm just like, I, I, I. This song rules. This really, really rules. This is one of my favorite Eurovision songs ever, and I want to listen to it again. You make an excellent point because I remember, yeah, just listening to this almost daily. I've, For sure, I've played this when I was going to work with the bus, so I could like have my phone out. Instead of just having, you know, earbuds in podcast or music or whatever, I would just replay this song a few times because it was like, I, I could go for some more of this and just hear it again. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It slaps. It super slaps. Can you show me the lyrics? Yes. It's like fire of love, already loving that, but what is the rest? God, it's so good. <laughs> so. Oh my God, this is so good. Uh, it's about a fire of love that burns us alive, like as as the English chorus sings, which is pretty well translated. 
uh, but I love the the nanito nanito at the end of the chorus because that just means it will not help. It will not do anything. Oh, oh I'm just like you so know, call the, call the firemen uh, to put out this love, but they will not succeed. Kind of, kind of it. But there's something so aggressively forward about it, right? Like all of it is. I I love the way this sounds, and then it kind of just being a love song, but it's about fire. So there's there's a lot of stuff in it, here, no, and even it's without a, the it's lyrics, about, I like, love this. The the absolute alienation of loneliness that is suddenly right, ended. Right, 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 right. Love songs, you can't. It is a love song. It's not just a love song. It goes. No, there's no it such, goes yeah, deeper I, than I, that. I don't like, think there is a, such a thing as just a love song. I think no. Number twenty two is just a love song. Yeah, sure. <laughs> this is yeah. You can't compare the two. Like this is well, a song I'm, about I'm, love. Yeah, what I'm trying to say is those are not the same genre. So love song isn't a term that really applies. Um, there's a desperation to this. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I'm just, I love it. It, it. it is like they are yelling, like, from, like, they are burning up. Like, fire, fire, help, yes, help. Absolutely. Please. Like, the the um, emotion in the lyrics and the in the way that they sing it is just really brilliant. This is such just, a good song. I just have to remind everyone who, you know is into Eurovision and listens to Eurovision songs to hear like pleasant little radio tunes that our favorite musicals are by Stephen Sondheim. And what we like is thematic relevance in lyrics and music and all of that to like be, be coherent when you have something musical theater, like zero gravity that just isn't coherent. And then you have something like this, which has, it isn't necessarily like, musical theater but this it's very, is a better musical very theater dramatic song. Yeah. yeah and it has a it has an urgency and it has like it's it's it has a necessity you're like oh that's why this is here okay so polyche is what you yell when you notice that something's on fire really good okay that's that, okay, that. that makes sense mm-hmm. i'm so excited about this song like i have I was kind of like, oh, I don't have a front runner for this year. I don't have the song that I recommend to other people to root for. Sure. Um, I have Spain kind of... Again, we still have like, a lot of songs to go, um, but I'm glad that now that we are about halfway through... About. We have, you know, something that you can really, really root for. I... Um, Genuinely doubt that you're gonna give me a song that I like more than this. That's no, y- you personally probably will not like a song more than this. Great. Although, ooh, oh my god, I'm so um, excited! I think out of the songs we've listened to, this is uh, number one with a bullet. Definitely up there for me. Also, I really like "Friend of a Friend." Huh? "Friend of a Friend" is two for you. I'm just saying it's it's up there in general. I don't oh, know whereabouts yeah. it is, but I'm like, that's one of my favorites yeah. uh, overall. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't really have a formal top of all my songs at this point because it, it's all kind of futile until you see the performances and the show. Like, it's all so that moment. Now, as I said, we were going to listen to four songs and determine whether they slap. That means I have one more song that begs the question, does it slap? Wait. Yeah, we just... I had already forgotten about Australia. I was like, no, we've only done two. 
Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's a good sign for your song. <laughs> if you're like very fucking weird and extravagant and yet immediately forgotten. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that, Australia. I don't know what's going to happen there. We have one more song and it's coming to us all the way from Greece. Yes! Sorry, I love Greece. Oh, yeah. I'm really like, I, mean, I want how do you something hate Greek. Love right now? relationship with they're Greece. They're not always good. They're, they're not always good. But in the past, I mean, a lot of Greek songs have, dare I say it, slapped. They, they have. What was the one last year? Was it, Didn't they have a, a slap last year? What did, did Greece end last year? Wasn't it like the really mythical one with a woman who's oh, like in a oh, cave? Oh, Oneromu, yes, but that didn't go to the final, so that's why I, yeah, almost mm. kind of parsed it out. I really liked that, and then yeah, it, was fine. it didn't do anything with its stage performance, and it made sense that it didn't go through. That's my point that I was trying to make with regards to, like, I don't make a formal top anymore because, like, yeah, I liked Nobody But You last year, but then I didn't really love it on the stage, and yet it did end up fucking winning the jury vote. Uh, I liked Oneiromu by um, Yana Terzi from Greece last year, uh, and then the stage show, like, I saw it, and I was like, okay, it, it makes sense that this isn't going to go through. So me, me liking the song is not relevant within, like, the confines of the actual competition that we're watching right now like what is it I'm, I'm not trying to make a prediction i'm just i just want to talk about these songs yeah so let's talk about the greek song let's go let's go let's do it greek song this year they're represented by katrin duska uh, and her song better love okay does it slap that let's is the find question out. Does it slap? Yes. Okay. Yes, darling, this does slap. Let's talk about why and how it slaps. The echoing beat is very good. Uh-huh. It's very harsh sounding. Sure. It's, it kind of catches you off guard every, okay. every time, and I do really oh, okay. like yeah, that, sure. and it's used well. Mm-hmm. Um, her voice is very low and dark, and I love it, and it's very powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this does slap. Can I actually have a look at the lyrics, please? Okay, sure. Thank you. I love the aesthetic, too. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, it looked amazing uh, yeah very like janelle monet but with all white women sure. but the the general aesthetic of his was really good you know i always love fencing aesthetic yeah it's yeah, always yeah, yeah. good uh it took it took me a few listens to really start liking this i get that um first listen uh first song reveal i was like huh Okay, but yeah, a few listens later, I I really, really, really no, like no, no. it. No, 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 I really like this. Um, I love her voice. Her voice is, it is so... so... Like you said, it's it's dark and, and deep, and it, it has a very... It has such a, such a cool, smooth timbre, and yet, no. and yet the song isn't dark. No, There's it's a, very it's hopeful. It's completely uplifting and hopeful, and it, it the contrast of that wor- works really wonderfully. 
It's a song that maybe sung by anyone else, it would be a very greatest showman song. Yes. But it's her voice that really sells That's a really good it. point. I think she is she is probably, you know, the best part of it. Yeah. I love the dress. The, the dress, pink dress is, is so like good. It's of, the kind of dress one of the that rare I times really that want. I one of the rare times that I've really liked a dress like that. Yeah. Because a lot it's of the times always... they don't quite get why it's good. No, the aesthetic is on point. It's always a thing. It's With an really aesthetic like good. this is you have to nail it and yeah. Yeah, she does. Be consistent. We talked about that in the past. Like, yeah, I, I quite like it. I don't know um, how much I like it, but I'm, I, I found myself surprised that a Greek song was also up there for me. Yeah, because they, they can send something that's slap, but they never send something that's in my top ten. Yeah, and the question is, does it feel Greek? Maybe less so than they have in the past. There's not that that typical Greek ethnic sounds. No. Um, It's still good. Like, it's not, yeah, the typical Greek slash traditional Greek thing. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's good to just do something that is really good, not in their wheelhouse, so that then they can adjust their wheelhouse more to something that actually works. It's, it's, It's the kind of really good pop that somehow still stays outside of the mainstream. Yeah. You it, know it's, who... Yeah, like I, you said, it's, I mean, Pink is very, you know, Pink is very mainstream. Um, and Janelle Monet, people know her, but still is kind of like, you know, queer and out there. there there's, um, there's, there's some Florence and the Machini vibes. Yeah. And but, the thing about Florence is she is mainstream, but people act like she isn't. <laughs> like Hosier. It's all of that. Like, it's like no, they're not mythical creatures. Because of that, they're I think it's, it's going to connect to some people yeah. who who like pop music and also who are kind of like mm, I'm a little above it. And like you, you recognize that this is, you know, pretty straightforward. It's not. It's not very yeah. special. But if I you're really basic, like this. but you've been to a museum, sure. then you'll like this. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you know who else could sing this song mm-hmm. and really, really? It would fit with her and her style. Okay, and, but feed, like feed me. this would be a good Carly Rae Jepsen song. Okay, with the "Who are you waiting for? Who are you waiting for? Or who are you waiting for?" That's a little Carly Rae Jepsen right there. Yeah, that could be. I mean, it's all just and really the good. echoing beat. That it's all really uh, good pop ideas. That. that yeah, yeah. It's good pop, which means it's Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> That's the association. A lot of the times, I, I will agree. Um, you asked for the lyrics ten minutes ago, so let's pull them up now. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Live for the mess, make me feel ageless. No pain, no gain, teach me carelessness. Oh, is that... Because I thought the lyric was, I won't hurt it, I can't afford it. That was not the lyric. I thought that was the lyric. <laughs> but, you know... That's a little bit more basic than I thought it was. Oh, the lyrics aren't like they're not really particularly great, special. Yeah, no. um, but eh. Yeah, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Yeah, you can read it as queer, and that's good. There's some about there's something about like yeah, love who you love. Um, yeah, better, better love. Uh, the whole video is very pink. The whole video as in, is like, very the, the color pink. So. Yeah. You know, you've got you've got some of that going on, and it's not 
whatever. I I I quite like it. I really like this I song. I think she's I think she's just very good. And I think if she like nails the vocals on this, this is incredibly friendly for jury voting. Uh, because you know what she does there is is yeah, is, yeah showcase yeah. a pretty impressive voice and if Demi's what uh, what is love no what is it called this is love could pick up points while she sounded like that uh, I think this stands a chance of doing really well this stands a chance of doing real really well and this is winner material Ooh. I think I mean, maybe that's Ooh. too hot a take but I wouldn't mind. I would not mind going to Greece next May. <laughs> That's a good holiday. But also, yeah, no, I think this is a song that is a good enough pop song to actually win. And if she does really well on the stage performance, then this will be hype. Yeah, this could be. This could. This could. This has be a lot like of potential. The... Um, and I'm not quite sure yet. And if we see this, I think we're immediately gonna know yeah. if it's gonna win or not. It's the kind of thing this where is... you have to see a rehearsal or the 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 angles or like anything. It I mean it's gonna largely depend also on her performance because yeah. there's a lot of vocal stuff in there. Without it being like this song is really showy, but I mean she does you know. No, she, she has a very uh, very impressive I, voice I that she uses voice. really well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She has great vocal control, um, great vocal technique. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I genuinely think that this might win. You've heard it here first, folks. Um, Did you? And it does slap. It does. It does slap, right? Like, oh, but, it for sure slap. But my point, my point with all the four songs that we've listened to is that they are not formal bangers. Like we've said, this is a good pop song, but it feels like it's kind of outside of the traditional paradigm, even though it's not really. These songs don't all slap, but none of them are the traditional banger. No. Oh, I think this this could count as a banger. Ooh, I don't think this... Mm, I don't know. Mm, I think this is a banger. I would count this as a banger, but... I mean, I think everyone's personal yeah, interpretation no, yeah, of this, banger this is different. This was not the question. The question was whether it slapped. And it does. So, out of these four songs, I mean, Ow. I know the answer, but which one slaps the most? Poland. Yeah, which one slaps the least? Australia. Fair. No, so, in descending order, Poland's the best, then Greece then Czech Republic, and then Australia, of cool, these four. Cool. Yeah, okay. Like, we made no a question. Top four of these. That's my um, top four of the, this You know, thing. I agree. Um, yeah. I, think, I think that's valid, and I think I agree. But Poland, number one with a bullet. Well, let's what see a if we, gift. Yeah, let's see if we can find anything in the following episodes to, to dethrone that. But uh, now you know, uh, although you should have known all along that that would be Mira's favorite. Of course, who do you think I am? That's going to do it for this episode. Make sure to follow us on Slime Climb and on Twitter. Uh, we are at Eurodivision. We'll be putting out episodes uh, all throughout the week because rehearsals are starting and we need to talk about every single song. So tune in next time to find out what we think about everything that is still left. Can I plug something? I'm starting a new podcast. It's not out yet. It's not out yet, but like, look out for it. I'm going to mention it again later. Yeah, I'm men- starting a new podcast. M- mention it once it's out, though. Okay. So you got a lot to look forward to, folks. We'll see you next time. Good night, Europe. Good night, Europe. Bye. <laughs> Bye.